Hello and welcome back to another episode. Thank you again for joining and jumping on. Um, I really appreciate all of you guys and the time that you take to take a lesson and have a conversation with me. Um, well, I hope you guys are doing good. I hope there's some ray of hope and light that's shining in the midst of the thick darkness, the thick clouds of darkness. I hope that um, there's a bit of a peace that you have in the midst of the storm. Um, Jesus is a man knock out in a storm and them disciples them beating up, beating up, beating up and then waking up Jesus. Jesus, hey, we dying here. Help me out now. Jesus, get up. You watch the storm. Calm and casual. Chuck your hands up in here and say, um, Peace, be still. And boom, storm disappear. Question When you think of the word truth, what do you consider? What do you think about? And when you think of the word feeling, what comes to mind? So let's let's get. I did some research on the definitions of these things. Um, the word truth it means the body of a real. Sorry, the body of real things, events, and facts. Actuality. It's coming from the Webster dictionary, and. The word fact means a thing that is known or proved to be true. But the definition of truth wasn't good enough for me. So I, I checked absolute truth. And absolute truth means something that is true at all times, in all places, and has relevance for our lives. And now I find that definition is something amazing. Let me read that again. Something that is true at all times, in all places, and has relevance for our lives. Now I think this... Let me read that one more time. Something that is true at all times. Jeez, that is what I'm using now. I know what else I'm using. In all places, and has relevance for our lives. That's crazy. Thinking about that? That is crazy. So, that's truth. What what do you think truth is? And what is truth to you? When you hear the word true, truth, and those kind of things, what comes to mind? So, feeling. So, I did some digging into feeling as well. And feeling, simple definitions, are an emotional state or reaction. It also had, and I like this one, an idea or belief, something especially a vague or irrational. An idea or belief, especially a vague or irrational one. So we looked at truth, we look at absolute truth. So it's only fair to feeling that we look at strong feeling, right? So a strong feeling is a strong impression or influence that has a great effect on someone. 
or a strong impression or influence has a great effect on someone strongly. You all get that? To me that kind of confusing. A strong impression or influence that has a great effect on someone. Let me read that again. A strong impression or influence that has a great effect on someone. This song like uh let me see so so they say that leadership is influence. I you know leaders, some strong leaders have great influences on people. Like men like Martin Luther King. Well I mean in the timing that he was operating and the, the dream that he had, he would have definitely had a strong influence on on people so people would have felt strongly about what it is he was saying but martin was a man he used to move by truth he say these segregation laws and these shippiness this, this is not true all men are created equal why is it that the whites must have these privileges and the blacks can't why is it that the whites must sit at the front of the bus and the blacks must sit at the back or even stand Nah, that's not right so he strongly felt that that wasn't right but the truth is that was not right you understand so that's a slight differentiation between truth and feeling the whites felt that well yeah we we superior we could do whatever we want we could use the clean washrooms we could sit at the front of the bus we could do these things but come on man this is our next human being you're dealing with why would you treat this person like nothing and it it's depressing to see what these folks had to go through back in those days and these things were recent huh? Imagine having a desire every single day to just care of and do what it is you have to do now because you're so strong in purpose as you just need to get up and do what you have to do and you don't need no alarm to wake you up you don't need no phone call to wake you up you don't need anything like that you go to sleep let me say 10 o'clock wake back up 4 o'clock boom operating like a machine and operating happy and excited to go through the day because you, you know what it is you're about and then one day in the midst of operating the way you normally do excited and all engrossed in what it is you're doing one day somebody comes now and start a slander your name within the, the space that you're working and they start to pelt some big stones and you start to feel like real crap you start to feel like you're, you're falling down you start to feel like way boy what am I really doing here why am I even taking this now you're making a real good progress on the job you was doing huh? and you're working so hard you're excited you're, you're doing good you're serving people you're making some funds here but you're doing something that was dear to your heart and then 
boom, all of a sudden, things just started to get tough. And you start to feel hurt and down. And one morning, you, you struggle to wake up because you went to sleep feeling like, wait, why is it that these things happening to me? I following my dream, I helping people. Why people had to be so? Why people would treat me like this? Why do they want to hurt my feelings? Or why do they want to come and pelt big stones and see these slanderous things and all kind of craziness? What kind of stupidness is that? And the thing is, the same people who chuck in here in your back is the same people who working with you and helping you. Why is it that things are like this? And you now, you begin to start to struggle to wake up in the morning, don't want to go, don't want to do anything, and you just, you know, you start to ease away. And you start to feel all crappy and sad and depressed and all kind of thing, you begin to lose the feeling of purpose and whatnot. And then one day you realize, you know, you, you, you stop doing the, the thing that you liked, you stop working with these people, you stop serving, and you just, you stayed away. But you're looking at the, the, the small picture and you're saying, way, this was good, you know, but these people, the worst thing ever. And then you, you, you hold on to them with feelings, eh? and that is it, eh? you bust out, you bust out. And it is sad, it's depressing that this is the reality for a lot of people in a lot of the organizations that people volunteer in, and even in their workspaces as well. It seems as though people look down on people who are purpose-driven, enthusiastic, excited, have a good character, and people who tend to get the job done. Now, of course, you may have some things to work on for yourself as well, some attitudes, some ways of life and whatnot, but that doesn't justify the way how people treat you and whatnot. Now, the way how you feel is the way how you practically react to the situation internally. And that now could either deter you from continuing or encourage you to continue even more. And the truth is, why am I here? Why am I doing what I am doing? Am I doing it for these people who fighting up and slandering my name and pelting us with unnecessary big stones, trying to hinder the progress and whatnot? Or am I doing it for the service of the people or for the bigger picture? Where's my purpose at this point in time here? Why? So it all comes back down to how strong your why is and how much of your heart really in it. Because the truth is, no matter how much big stone and pelt and whatever you get, if you really invested in the bigger picture, these people who say in whatever it is the same practically means nothing. So why study them? Why even focus on that? It makes no sense. The goal here is to get a job done, 
for the greater good, for the people. So, it don't make sense wasting your time on these things. It does not. It does not at all. Psalm verse 25, 4-5 it says, Show me your ways, O Lord. Teach me your paths. Lead me in your truth and teach me. For you are the God of my salvation. On you I wait all the day. That's deep. That's really deep. Picture this. You are walking. You're on a walk, right? You're taking a walk. You're taking a walk. A stroll. And on the path of this stroll here, there's a, a railing. And you notice that the railing is, it seems to be strong the structure of the railing seems to go deep because there's a big thick concrete pillar going straight down then a piece of iron bolted onto that pillar and then a nice thick piece just the right size so your hand could comfortably hold on to it going straight along parallel to the ground for you to hold on to as you walk right and on this part there's some flat there's a bit of a hill going up and a bit of a hill going down and then there's some more flat and as you walk now sometimes the floor may be a bit slippery or it may be a bit rough it may have some holes on the path so i guess it's safe to assume that the railing is there for protection as we walk so just in the event that you know we feel that we can't make it on the path walking without a support we could grab onto the railing right there and it guides us down because we we assess the railing and the railing seems to be pretty strong so there's no falling down there if it is we hold on to this railing and on the way as you're walking a rains hit now it just so happened that the rains hit when you're walking down the slippery zone that's the incline is heading down and this zone is slippery and as you're walking now you're telling yourself all right i could walk a bit quickly and uh, kind of miss most of the rain but you're contemplating should i hold on to the railing or should i just attempt to make it on my own strength and run down this zone and attempt to find shelter now in this part there's a lot around huh? there's a lot around there's a nice scenic zone there's a bit of a concrete jungle all kind of things all kind of things and boom the rain hit hard storm thunder our winds pick up and you say you know what i can make it i can make it down without holding on to the railing Boom, you start a walk down. Now you, you know when you're walking down an incline, you kind of had to set up your body in a zone or at a specific posture so you don't fall forward or something like that, right? So you're walking down. You pick up a little piece trying to find some shelter. Now you're seeing some shelter not too far ahead. It's on the path with the railing. But you tell yourself, all right, now nah, I'll let go and I'll attempt to make it there without holding on. The winds pick up 
and pick you up and boom you blow away jeez it's scary now you trip you fall you roll and you end up in some zone where just no shelter no sight of shelter and pain the rain's hitting hard lightning and thunder striking you fighting up for your life crying down the place screaming down and next man walking behind you now or a lady what was it boy is a man so the man walking down now and this man a young fella so as this man walking now the same thing happened because it was happening simultaneously right but this man holding on so tight to that railing now to tell you how strong this wind was you see any man foot floating up in the air as he goes like a hurricane wind i don't know if you have experienced a hurricane but you maybe have seen on tv or, or hear about it or something and even seeing how galvanizers be flopping up in the air when when it is the wind blowing and the rain falling imagine seeing that and this man here he holding on so tight to this railing and he's sliding down the railing because remember this one going on a slope sliding down holding on trying to attempt to run to the to the sheltered zone and just going pushing hard real hard eventually he make it after you know he was fighting up a lot and whatnot and it was tough it was real tough tears the man hand it looked like if you know you lose a bit of skin swollen foot everything swollen some blood somewhere because the the zone was rough he scared he, he he tripped up but all in all our hand was holding on to that railing he never lose the hope that that railing will let go and damage him he assess he say nah this solid and boom So consider the part life and the reeling God and life jeez I a youth man I now start to live but life has some tough parts and for folks who would have lived a lot longer or even some folks my age or younger would have gone through some smooth seals some rough seals some scary things there's no telling of some of the experiences that some people would have gone through and that part of life is different for most people throughout so i can't say that i went through certain things that you would have went through or you may not be able to say that you went through certain things that i would have gone through but the fact is everybody would have gone through some ups some downs some in some out sometimes we would have let go of the reeling and consider that you know my strength solid man i can handle my scene i good i real good i don't need to hold on to this i could make this journey for myself i could take a walk and boom now you never know you might catch sunny days when you decide to do that on your your stroll it seems to be perfectly fine but imagine a storm hits you on the day that you choose to to rely on that 
physical, your own strengths. Jeez, imagine the wind that pick you up and blow you so far away from that railing. And the way how that wind blow you, you flip up, boss up your head, cut up your knee, cut up your elbow, break a hand, lose a big toe. Scary. Now, I mean, you could, you could end up straying from the railing and lose all your money, end up in the pig sty eating some of the, the pig foods. And it's crazy. It's really crazy. But the good thing is, when this man realized that my father's servants gain so much better treatment than me at this moment, better I just go back and, you know, say, hey daddy, Astri uh, was a bit um, unwise in my actions and the stuff that I was doing. And, um, here, Mona, please, I beg you, just take me back in as a servant. So this was his plan and um, he said alright I must have the courage, I humble myself, I do my shipness, I'm willing to go back and you know at least try. So he walking back now as he walking back, it was a long journey, eh? no, no telling how far he reached. Let me assume it take hmm, 3 to 2 TDs because we're not sure how far he went and where he went. So he reached back now nearby. And apparently, the father was looking out from a high building every day, waiting for this man to come home. And one day now, he saw this scruffy looking fella struggling, walking, falling down. He zoomed in a little bit. He said, but wait now, that is my son? <laughs> the man bust down the stairs. Run. Meet the man, carry him home, clean him up, give him a nice haircut, trim up, looking nice, comfy, treat all the wounds, everything. He called the next man, he said, um, yo, organize the best calf, the best cow, or now, what are you eating now, boy? Cook up a curry, curry up a duck, and let me eat, let me celebrate, my son come back home. And Jesus was amazing. He wasn't expecting that. He say, um, he say, wait, this man take me back in. Like, I just leave to go get some groceries and come back. It wasn't as though I leave for so long and do so much things that I probably shouldn't have done. That kind of get me in trouble and lose everything that I had. He just treat me like. Like it's the next morning and he was excited to see me. That was crazy. And uh, the next son now he say, well wait boy, I serve in this man so long. I never leave, I never deter. I hold on to that railing right through. Right through, right through, I hold on to that railing. In the tough times, in the hard times, in the storm, in the good times, I hold on to that railing. And I walk. And I run. And I do everything. And he never treat me like this, you know. So he tell him, he say, this is the case, you know, pops. I, I do appreciate the way how these things is. This man, he take everything and he go and he do things. He deserve licks. He deserve, I don't know. 
he can't be getting so much grace more than me. So you man telling me say don't worry yourself now man. All all I have is yours, you know. All I have is yours. You just keep doing you. But my son was gone. He was lost. And now he come back home. And I eternally grateful that he choose to come back home. He choose to come back and hold on to that railing. He find his way back. Throughout the storm, he didn't just say, you know what, it don't make sense going back there. I can't. I can't hold on it. <laughs> For lack of a better term, the railing will not stop me. <laughs> how, how would I go back there and, and, and hold on to that railing? <laughs> it don't make sense. But he mustered up the, the courage and he went back. And it just goes to show how much God really loves us. And how much His grace abounds in the midst of sin. Or in the midst of anything that we may do wrong. The Bible says where sin abound, grace did much more abound. So, it's have way too much grace for your little sin. And if you're continuing, it's still have grace for that sin. But that is not um, a reason to continue doing the wrong thing. Eh? There will come a time when he will say, well now nah, you're taking advantage. But the grace is so much, you could continuously go back to him. But you see the thing is, when it is you decide to go back, you practically decide to live the life as he would appreciate, you know, the, the way that he, he really set out the life for you to live. With his truths and his principles. And it's amazing, it's amazing. And the reason why I, I like this psalm here, it says, Show me your ways, O Lord. Teach me your paths. Lead me in your truth and teach me. For you are the God of my salvation. On you I will wait all day. Now, when you get a chance, take in the rest of that psalm from the beginning to the end. And you'll see why and how it is applicable to this. So, your truth, lead me and teach me. You are the God of my salvation. Salvation, jeez, that is an amazing thing. Right? Uh, another word for salvation is deliverance, redemption, escape, recovery, rescue. So the amazing thing here is God is the God of your salvation and God is a gracious and merciful God and no matter how far you stray it's still easy for you to come back all you have to do is call out yo God help me I need help I can't see my way I don't know where I'm going and it's simple rely on God rely on his truths and you're Gucci, you're safe. Because he is the God of your salvation. And it's just amazing. Be careful though. Because sometimes your feelings could be so strong. As we check in a definition earlier, there are strong impression, influence that could have a great effect on you. Now your feeling could be so strong, you could feel that it's true. But for all you know, it could be a lie. So be real careful. One thing is for sure. God's word is absolute truth. It's something that is true at all times, in all places, and has relevance for our lives. So in the midst, dig in, 
find God, spend time in the Word, ask Him to help you to find some promises in the midst of the timing that you're in, and hold on to that. Now, of course, you gotta know your God, you gotta trust your God, you gotta believe in your God, and God is a man I like to talk to. People that say God will talk, but God is a speaking God. If it is you're not hearing Him, you're probably not listening. So, I guess you know you could probably incline your ear. Try a thing. Try a thing. If he's not talking to you verbally, you could read his word. He does speak there. That is the, the, the major place he does speak these days, through his word. But I believe God does speak to you audibly. And you could hear his voice. You just had to, you know, listen carefully. Uh, there's a story in, um, in Kings about Elijah. Elijah is a man. He was going through a hard time and um, he went up to this mountain and had a, a few a few events, loud events, strong wind, earthquake, fire and the Lord was in neither. He was in none of them. He wasn't in the fire, he wasn't in the earthquake, he wasn't in the, the wind and then a small soft voice, he was there. So. Listen attentively. If it is you know you're, you're doing some things that God mightn't approve of, try and deter from them things if it is you know you're trying to hear Him. So at least you know you're, you're making an effort to live by His standards and, you know, attempt to hear Him. And because you're doing these things, you know, He might, he might say, you know what, I'm a child trying to do the thing, do it right, let me talk to Him. Let me help Him out. Let me be a a rock, a refuge. And yeah, you promise that uh, he's your rock and your refuge. Huh? Check um check Psalms 31. 31? Yeah, 31. And you'll see. God amazing way. But you you had to you had to choose. You had to pick the side you're on and you had to live the life. You had to live the life. So focus on God, focus on his truth. Don't focus on your feelings. It don't make sense. Trust me, it will, it will damage you. It will damage you. And sometimes the truth is not what you want to hear, but the truth will set you free. It depends on what you really want, eh? if you want to be set free or you don't. So, you make your choice and a pretty good Lord do his work. So, God's word is true, but feelings fluctuate. Uh, I know these times are a bit tough these days. So, in wrapping up, I'm just bless you guys with a little, little prayer. You know, as I hope the good Lord be with you. So, Heavenly Father, I pray that your hand will be upon each and everybody under the sound of my voice. I pray, O oh God, that you give them peace in the midst of the storm. I pray that you guide them to make the right decisions. Guide their heart, God. Guard their heart as well. And I pray, God, that they always hold on to your truth and never let go of it, no matter the circumstance, no matter the situation, no matter the voices around, no matter the opportunities that may seem enticing or anything that may not be of you. I pray that you guide them, they hear you, and they obey you. I pray that you protect us in this time and you be with us. We know that you are a rock and a refuge. And we run to you, O God. We trust in you and we believe that you have the best at heart for us. Protect us, protect our families. In the name of Jesus we pray. Amen. So thank you 
for jumping on again. Today's episode may be a bit long, but um, I was trying something a bit different today in terms of the conversation. So I do hope you guys enjoyed and um, God bless. My name is Kyle. What's yours? Thank you.